Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley Show, ESPN uh, Central Texas, Nicole Sheeran joining us now from uh, Channel 6. Nicole, I'm scared to have you on. You may be announcing soon that you're leaving, too. We're saying goodbye to all these folks. I'm glad that... No, uh, okay. Okay, we're going to keep you around for a little bit. as, uh, And I understand you're making your way out to Salado. And, um, I am. Yeah, you don't uh, you don't know this, but my family spends a lot of time in that community out there at Mill Creek and all of that. But I like uh, Coach Westerberg, and I like the the whole gang out there in Salado. Now, what is your kind of goal with this trip today? Are you going to go to? Have they reported for football? Are you going to snoop around and kind of see what's going on with uh, with Salado football? What's your uh, what is your assignment if you're able to share that with us? Yes, absolutely. So, as you know, Mosley, two-a-days started this week. I have hit probably close to 20-some schools in the past two, three days. And so my goal, you know, at each school is I go there, I talk to the coach, I talk to a couple seniors, preferably players, just to kind of get a feel for how the guys are feeling about the upcoming season, what, what guys do we have returning, just kind of getting the keys so that I'm ready, geared up for the year things to look out for, things to watch out for. But heading to Salado, I love Westerberg. He's great. I uh, met him last year when I was here and got to stop by over there. And I kind of just get a little bit of an inside scoop as to how they're feeling. We obviously catch up, chit-chat on the sidelines, one of my favorite parts about all of it. And just kind of get a feel for how the guys are feeling about, you know, the 2023 season coming up. All right, um, you know, because I remember Alan Hare being out there and and the job yeah. he did, and uh, and now uh, Westerberg is a very famous uh, high school coach in our state, and so and I got great friends out there. Salado, good places to eat in Salado, and uh, yeah, check while you're there, Nicole. I don't know, you may have to be on the air after you're out there, but uh, certain Johnny's and some different places around there. Uh, there's some breakfast tacos that I usually get when I'm in town. It's Sylvia's breakfast tacos. All right, but okay, a little late in the day for that. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. Don't write it down now because I think you're driving. Okay, so just. Uh, but I'll, 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 yeah, I'll text you a few of these, of uh, you, a few of these places, and uh, and that bro- that. Yeah, yeah, it's a neat place. That brewery down there has a bunch of fun, like food trucks and all that kind of stuff. So, yes. so it is fun. Have you recovered from uh, uh, the Curtis Quillen? That sad news. Uh, I, I mean, he's not. I mean, he's still with us. Okay, some of these uh, tributes sounded like we'd lost him or something. He's going to have a nice job. He's going to be still living among us. So I, I don't want to go overboard with this, Nicole. I mean, you. Exactly. You basically came out there and said he'd made you a better person. I don't know if anybody in my life's ever said that about me. So uh, you you obviously have great things to say about uh, about Curtis Coolidge. What is the uh, what's your biggest takeaway from having worked with Curtis? Is it is it you know knowing good places to go to eat? Is it work ethic? Is it delivery? What's the What's the uh, most important thing? And don't say, like, friendship or anything. Let's not get too fuzzy on this thing. What, what's the most important from a, yeah, from a work standpoint? 
What's the most important thing you learned from being around Curtis? Well, mostly, first to start off with, Curtis has taught me the best barbecue places in Central Texas. Let's start it off right there. Uh, mm-hmm. First and foremost, but in terms of work, I mean, Curtis Bullen is one of the best of the best, and I've told him this a million times, but me choosing to move here and come to Central Texas, I've only been here for a year, but I've learned more in one year than I think I ever have in my entire life. Uh, working with him and alongside him. And I will say, I think the biggest takeaway for me that I've learned from Curtis is the importance, I know you said not the relationship with him, but the importance of relationships with coaches, with the players you're working with, with other people in the media industry. It's, it's all about relationships. The more that you build with the coaches you're covering and the teams you're covering, the more comfortable they get with you. And it's not just about getting that interview or getting getting what you need. It's you're telling a story, and you're telling their story, so the more comfortable they are with you, the better it's going to be for everybody. And, I mean, I know you know this mostly. Curtis is loved by everyone in this community, and his hard work is proven by the relationships he's formed with the coaches and everybody in Central Texas, and I really admire that, and I aspire to have those exact same powerful relationships. So that would be my biggest takeaway of working with Curtis is just, you know, how about it? You work, but it's also a relationship game, and it's all about uh-huh. maintaining those throughout your career, for sure. All right, that's enough about Curtis. Nicole Sheeran, <laughs> Channel 6 on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. What do you think about the Bears reporting today? Baylor, we had an opportunity. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say about our kind of uh, fun little access situation last <laughs> night, uh, but we got to be around some coaches. That was cool, uh, seeing them in a, in a relaxed setting. And then Thursday, uh, practice begins. I mean, Baylor and Nicole is a real X factor, I think, in this conference. I, I mean, they where they're picked may be about right, but I do think there's yeah. some upside that they could finish as high as one or two. Um, they could, if things went the wrong way, they could finish worse than six. I, I do think that home schedule can be huge for them. If the, if it, Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it could go either way. You know, if it's, if you're playing poorly, you don't want a million home, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, a slog. Okay. Are people going to continue to show up? If you're in a groove, it can be a huge galvanizing force. Um, what, what gives you the most hope that this team maybe could bounce back and resemble more what we saw two years ago from what we saw a season ago? Well, you know, mostly you said it. I mean, eight home games slated on the schedule is huge for the Bears. And I think they really need to take advantage of the fact that they're going to meet in McLean Stadium. For people who haven't been in there, like you said, the fans need to show up. But the more games the Bears win, the more fans are going to show up and the more excited they're going to be about the season. So I think – they really need to take advantage of the fact that they're in their hometown of Waco. They're with their fans. The energy needs to be high. And plus, you know, I will say, Dave Miranda talked about it in uh, Big 12 Media Days and preseason stuff. They took advantage of the portal and transfers this season. And I think that could really be big for this team um, as a way to kind of get those guys meshing together, put some new talent in there, kind of some new, like you said, they are an X factor. And I think that they're really going to take advantage of that this season. And I'm excited you know, with fall camp starting to kind of see those guys in action, see how they mesh with some returners, those key guys out there, and, and just see how they kind of all work together. Plus, 
we got the new teams that has another fun layer for fans and, and the teams and everything. They're going to be traveling to UCF and Cincinnati, and it's a new a new place to play. But I think it's fun for these guys. It's exciting, and change is, is hard, but change is good. And I think it's kind of a it's a good fuel to the fire that this team may need. But I do think mostly it could go either way. I think the yeah. could – you know, it could have a great season. And like you said, be number one or two. But I also think it could go the other direction. And this could be a possible rebuilding, you know, reloading year for them as well. So I think these first few games are going to tell a lot. I think they're going to tell what kind of fire these guys have, what kind of energy they bring out right off the bat. But they do have something to prove. And they've talked about it. And they're ready to have that season that they're known for. And they're ready to kind of flip the script from last year. Nicole Sheeran. Uh, Channel 6, Central Texas, joining us, the Matt Mosley Show. She's sports and news, on-air reporter. I mean, Nicole, you broke all sorts. I mean, you had news on Bucky's. I remember, coming to Hillsboro. I mean, you kind of go, you're pretty versatile. Do you yes. Do you enjoy the sports more than the the hard news or the, or the new in the field, or do you kind of like all of that equally as much? Listen, Mosley, I am a sports girl all the way. I'll be completely honest with you. I came to Central Texas. You know, the the hybrid job, it's been great. And I will say covering hard news has taught me how to be a a great reporter because you learn a lot. But I'm ready to dip my feet in head first and take on sports full time. It's really my passion. And so I'm really excited to kind of, you know, go full speed ahead with it and, and continue doing what I love out there. But I definitely am a sports girl all the way. All right, lots to get into. Now, do you have Pac-12 ties, don't you? Um, I, I mean, do, mostly I do. <laughs> yeah, and, and you you have uh, spent time there at that journalism school at USC. And, man, think about all the people that have come from the Pac-12, all the Arizona State folks we've had come through. Yeah. Um, even our buddy Chris was from out somewhere in California or at least played football or something out there. Everybody oh, has – has, yeah. yeah, everybody's come from the West Coast, which is kind of uh, interesting. Do you um, – does the Colorado thing, as you see the Pac-12 started to break up, do you, do you feel bad having probably spent a lot of time watching Pac-12 sports and being into it more than most people in Central Texas? Are you saddened? Or are you? You spend more time being excited about not only where your alma mater is going to the Big Ten, but some of these schools may be thinking about coming to the Big Twelve. How do you? Where, where's? Where's? Where, how do you feel about all, the way all this is going down? So honestly, you know, I grew up because I'm from Manhattan Beach, which is in you know the LA area, and I grew up going to USC and UCLA games. I grew up as a Pac-12 kid, but I actually, I went to Georgia for undergrad, so I'm an SEC girl also, and then I have my master's degree at USC, so I'm Pac-12, SEC, and now we got Big 12. Honestly, mostly, I'm not surprised one bit that Colorado made this move. It is sad to see, you know, the Pac is falling apart, but I'm going to say it, I mean, it started because USC and UCLA were like, listen, we're going to the Big 10, two powerhouse programs in the Pac-12. They got the ball rolling on this, and so I think it's a very smart move by Colorado. They really needed to do it because they need to be in a power program, and it is sad to watch because, you know, it's the thing. I grew up as a kid going to the Rose Bowl and going to those games and watching USC and UCLA out there, but it's all a part of college football, and it's what makes it fun. 
it's what I love about it, all the movement, all the changes, you know, mm-hmm. with all the playoff scheduling, you know, 12-team format that we're getting into. It's, it's fun. It's different and change is different, but I think it kind of makes it interesting, honestly. All right, and Nicole, the president of Baylor, will be on with me Friday, by the way. If you want to kind of monitor that, you'll be first to kind of hear some news or whatever uh, President Livingstone shares on all this. Have you met or visited, and maybe even last night you did, speaking of your Georgia ties, go dogs, um, Christian (laughs) Robinson, Baylor's new uh, inside linebackers coach, uh, played at Georgia from 2009 to 2012 it probably makes him a little bit older than you but uh uh did you get to visit with christian robinson and were you aware of his georgia ties you know i'm really sad because i didn't get to visit with him and i'm a diehard dog fan everybody i work with and everybody i know pretty much knows that so hopefully i'm bummed i didn't even know that you know that was a tie and now that i know i'm definitely going to make an effort to you know, say hey to a fellow dog. You got to. I, I can bark from the sideline. I think he would uh, like that. <laughs> do y'all do like a? And I don't want you to do that on the air. Well, maybe, Aaron. What do you think? Should we let her do a dog? Do you do like a high pitch kind of thing, or do y'all try to go low with like a, a Georgia Uga type bark? What What are we talking about? Is it high pitch? Do you want me to do it? I'll do it for you. Do you want me to do it? Can you do it without having a wreck? I mean, I don't know what barking entails. Aaron, is this something we ought to embrace? Okay, let's hear your Georgia Bulldog uh, bark. This is what we do. We go, go dog, stick them. It's a low. It's a low tone. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Aaron, is that kind of a... Was that a real bark at the it kind of? A, it was like a hoo hoo hoo. That's interesting. Exactly. Kind of, yeah, it's because it was. I have a bulldog in here riding shotgun with me, so that's what the bark was at the end. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, do you now? What do you what do you have a pet? Do you actually have a dog? Uh, well, not in Waco, unfortunately. I have two dogs back home in California with my parents, but yeah, I, I would love to have a dog out here, but I I can't have a pet right now. I don't think it's uh, responsible of me. <laughs> you know, uh, Mark Vidal had a husky, former Baylor great. He he actually had an Alaskan, I forget what exactly he called it, but he had a husky. And I always thought the summers that would be tough. On those huskies oh, with all that fur and everything. And, I mean, he took good care of it and had it in the A.C. most of the time. Oh, by the way, Nicole, did you see – did I see the new – are the new bears? Speaking of, I hope we can keep them cool. And I know we'll have water and all the rope, the habitat. I, uh, yeah. I thought I saw something earlier today. I'm looking on Twitter as we speak. I thought I saw maybe pictures of the new, the new bears, and I kind of got excited so about that. They're adorable. I saw a picture of them, too. I think they're all in the – they're in the habitat, right? Well, I think they're keeping them – I think they're kind of getting them ready for the habitat. Okay. Um, Oh, my gosh. By the way, Baylor 28, today is the day. Baylor application is open. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. I've got this coming up in the next couple of years for my daughter, so all this kind of stuff is kind of uh, fun, scary, all of that. It also oh, scary that she's she's looking at some of your SEC schools. I, I've, hey, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I respect that. I encourage that. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, now the, the picture I see is of the bears like up in a tree or something. The, the, our, our new oh. cubs. I just don't know exactly where they are because that's not at the I, habitat. I think they may no. still be. I think we're getting them ready for uh, to, 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 get, yeah, to get them on campus. I'll find out. I'll do some research on that because yeah, the head bear horrible. trainer. Yeah. Yeah, you need to have that guy on. In fact, he's got a great name to be in charge of that whole program. His name is Dakota. And oh my he's God. I feel like he was born for that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh and he's in charge of a lot of that. He's in charge of the Baylor Chamber and some of that kind of stuff. So anyway. All right, Nicole. Well, good to visit with you. Tell uh Coach Westerberg that I said hi. And um, and speaking of barbecue, don't ever be scared to stop over there at either uh, Chefs or uh, or uh, Millers in Belton. Those are both good stops. And then I also yeah, like. Mostly, guess where? Guess where Kurt and I just went for lunch? Actually, about a few where? hours ago, Millers. Yeah. So good. And yeah, at one point they had a little coffee uh, shop or coffee bar inside of it but i think they were thinking about maybe opening up another little storefront is that still is yeah. the coffee still over there well, they have the coffee in there still but they also they just opened a coffee shop in salado mostly something you maybe don't know about me is i'm a big coffee person i mm-hmm. love exploring coffee shops so if you have any wrecks send them my way because i'm a big coffee gal Okay, yeah, I kind of I like I I'm way into it as well, but good to know about that Salado, and then I like that place over on uh, Austin, like Austin and Twenty Fifth. What's that place called over there? Um, in Waco. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a there's a fun place over. No, no, no. Dichotomy's downtown. I'm talking about on out at Austin and Twenty Fifth. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that place. I think they've got a real good vibe there, and they've done a great job. And then, uh, in fact, I was wearing a T-shirt earlier, uh, Common Grounds, is that that came oh, yeah. into being when I was a Baylor student. And so now they got a couple of locations. Classic. Yeah, and one of my good college buddies opened that back in the day. So that was kind of oh, neat. And she cool. sold it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, anyway, good times. All right, tell everybody hi in Salado. Okay, thank you for having me on, Mosley. I appreciate it. It's good to have you on. And, um we will, uh, I guess while you're out there, you could uh, you could just go on to Gerald and say hi to Curtis, but it sounds like you've already been hanging out with him, so you've probably had enough cooling yes. time. All right. Um, enough, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Nicole, take it easy. Good to have you. All right, you too. See you, Mosley. There she goes, Nicole Sheeran from Channel 6. Aaron, it sounds like Nicole's uh, getting ready to – kind of go full-time sports. I don't know what the decision will be over there, but that, that sounds like what she's angling for. And how about that dog bark? What was that thing, Aaron? Was that kind of a – did that sound like a bark, or was it more like a – It was a woof. Yeah, I don't know. I Aaron, let's um, see if you can play that back later in the show. Let's examine exactly the dog. Wait, what do they call that, Aaron? Like the Go Dogs chant or something? Um, I don't know. Aaron, do you like Ugga? Do you prefer Ugga or Reveille uh, of the dogs? Like Reveille, the A&M mascot, or Ugga? I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, I, I prefer Reveille. What about you like a collie, it sounds like? Yeah. What about that old Smokey? 
out there in uh, the Tennessee dog. I kind of like that one. You know, they got a dog. Have you you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what that one looks like? Kind of a kind of a hunting dog or something. Yeah, take a peek at that one, Aaron, when you get a chance. The old Smokey out there in uh, Tennessee land. That's a good look. That's a good dog. That's a good puppy dog. Aaron, do you ever see where the old fern grows or where the red fern grows as a kid? Did you ever read that book or see the movie? I didn't. I'm familiar with it, but I never read it. That's almost as rough as you admitting you haven't seen E.T. Uh it's a Newberry Award winner, Aaron. It's in, and if you ever see that movie, I mean, that thing, as far as tearjerkers, it's between that and Old Yeller. And then that movie that uh, Affleck's brother did, that's, a, that's one that gutted me. Manchester by the Sea. That's not one I ever want to see again. Goodness gracious.